Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch the season premiere of Grey's Anatomy tonight at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Welcome to the All About TRH podcast, a.k.a. All About the Real Housewives, a.k.a. All About the Truth. Today we have the one, the only, Real Housewives star Jennifer Eden answering all your burning questions regarding the season 13 reunion. Plus, she talks where the cast goes from here, her status with everyone, and her thoughts on the drama with Louis, Teresa, Melissa, and Joe. Plus, some never-before-heard tea from Jennifer in this part one interview with All About TRH. Hi, Jennifer. Hello, Roxanne. Hi, Jennifer. What's up, Johnson? <laughs> how are you guys doing? Good. How about you? Uh, I'm doing great. I'm doing great. I had, I'm so sorry I'm late. The The guys that were supposed to come and pick up the party rental stuff, they were supposed to come between 12 and 2. And then, and booyah, at like 10, yeah. 9.56, the doorbell ring. Door, doorbell. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and this was for Gabby's birthday, which by the way, looked stunning. The colors, everything. Yes. It looked it. so beautiful. How was that? Yeah. It, what did you guys get her? Great. I want to know. Um, <laughs> we got her the Cartier love bracelet. Oh, that's so nice. Yes. Yes. Um, I would take that more than a car. You know what? <laughs> I thought, listen, we took her to F1. And she got to go to Taylor Swift twice. Oh wow. my gosh! Okay. I was just at Taylor, and it was incredible. Oh, oh I'm I'm such a Swifty. And the Same. thing is, like, we made these signs, and I told my sister, I'm like, you got to make the sign because I'm doing everything <laughs> else. And we go there, and we're like hanging the signs, and it's like it's a glow in the dark sign that we cut out because you're not allowed to have poster board because it blocks people's view. But we were in the very last row anyway. So nobody was, well, nobody was supposed to be behind us. There was a couple people behind us. Right. One even girl tried to complain to me. She's like, could you put your sign down? I said, is that your seat? I'm dying. Oh my God. She was not, and and listen, I, I really feel for her. I do, but I spent a lot of money on those seats and I got stuck with the last row, which I was so bummed about because that was not like StubHub did a bait and switch on me. Yeah, they do that a lot. Switch. I was supposed to be row 16. My tickets didn't get delivered and I'm having a panic attack. I'm having anxiety because like you're not allowed to go into the parking lot without a paid ticket. And I purposely did it last minute because I sold my seats that I weren't that wasn't that happy with to try to get better seats. And once I sold my seats, then I bought the better seats, but the better seats weren't being transferred. And the only thing is the better seats were four available and we were five. So I bought four and then I bought a single in that vicinity. P.S. The four didn't arrive. I was stuck oh in the single. Gosh. And the four that they gave me as a backup was the last fucking row, row fucking 45. I'm like, you wow. want me to go to 45 when I was in 16? Wow. <laughs> the amount. The like, amount. These were the last row and I was so bummed about it. So you are not cramping on my sign style, honey. <laughs> go I'm sit dying. behind somebody else that's not a chair. But the thing is, like midway through, I looked at my sister and I'm like, 
you spelled Swifty wrong. Stop oh it. She's no. like, what do you mean? It's with a Y. I'm like, no, it's not. No, it's, it's I-E. I-E. It's no, I-E. No, no, no. And she's like, how do you know that? She starts Googling it and Google's not working because the internet fucking sucks. And we're midnight through the MetLife Stadium at a Taylor Swift concert. I'm like, oh my trust gosh. me, it's Swifty. I'm like, if anybody takes a picture of me like dancing with this Swifty sign, they're going to be like, <laughs> what a thing that she didn't even spell the name right. So my bad, not my fault. But you know what? We were already there and the sign was pretty cute, if I do say so myself. So you got to enjoy the effort. Well, Gabby yeah, know, that's is such amazing. a good kid. And so she deserves it. And she deserves all that. And her speech, she was by far the sweetest speech I've ever seen. It, I Like, I pray to God that my kids say that to me. I thought it was the sweetest thing ever. And she got emotional. And I got emotional just watching yeah. her speech to you. It was the cutest thing ever. Listen, my kids, like, they know since from where, whenever they can remember that mommy has run in circles for them. Yeah. I love that. Can I, you know, can I, have, you know, mommy, can you bring me lunch today? And can you pick me up from school early? I don't feel good. And you know, whatever they wanted, like I cater to their needs, but always with discipline, always right. with assertiveness. Yeah. like you pissed me off. You're going to know that you've pissed mommy off and they don't like pissing mommy off. Like when they know right. that they've really irritated me when I get to my crazy place, cause I do get there, they almost shudder and like, Oh my God, mommy, please don't be mad at me because right. they <laughs> love me so much because they see how much I've loved them. Right. You yeah. know? So, and it's not just with money. Like I show up, I go there with them. I'm with them. And, and I love it. Yes. You know, I, and your life, by the way, like I'll watch your Instagram stories and then I'm overwhelmed by your entire life. Cause you are like the definition of a real housewife. Like oh you God, are doing yes. a million different things. And that's, that's what I, tell. right. And mm-hmm. that's what we love about Jennifer is that she's actually doing the real housewife stuff. It's, it's relatable. You're not like out there, like partying all day. Like you're an actual, and you know, mom figuring it, it out. I love Mm -hmm. it. You know, this gives me like my joy when I'm able to pat myself on the back and say, you're a rock star. I mean, like literally I had two parties within eight days. That was over a hundred people each. Yeah. That's a lot. It was a lot. And it was like trying to plan. I was like concentrating on Bill's party. So I had done a few things for Gabby's party, but like I started and nothing was really finalized until that last week. But I had people that were great to work with. And I will say like, I know people think that I tag everybody that I get for free. Uh, 75% of the stuff I get is not for free. I pay and, and I tip. Um, so like, <laughs> well, because you know, Jennifer, because a lot of people, I, yeah. why I tag them. I tag them because the people who are doing the job for me, trust me, they do give me a discount. Nobody's, right. but at the end of the day, it's cost them to be there. I get that there is a cost yeah. and people are working for a living. I get that. And I'm here to support it. So, I like tagging them because people are also curious, like, oh my God, those balloons. And if I'm happy with the product, it, it doesn't have to be for free. It depends on my mood. It depends on my right. mood. And if you do right by me and you come and you go above and beyond, I will tag the shit out of you. I will tag you in a throwback. I will tag you a year later when you <laughs> yeah. least expect it. And then I'll get like a little thank you message like, wow, thank you. But sometimes people send me free shit and they think that that automatically entails a post when it doesn't because half the time, I don't even know how I got these products. Right. I'm like, who sent me this? What is this right. for? And sometimes it becomes very overwhelming. Right. Yeah. I can you see know. you being the type who's like, oh, thank you so much. But like, I don't need it because it, it is a lot when you, you feel pressure to kind of post sometimes because someone's like, did you get my stuff and all that? And you feel pressured. 
Um, but right. I mean, I do see on your story a lot that anytime you do receive something, you always share it. I mean, some people like people want to know. People want to know. Right. People follow me. In fact, like I talk to people and they're like, you know, sometimes you go days without posting stories and I'm always wondering what you're doing. Uh, and then like half the time I'm posting a shit ton of stuff and people are messaging me like, who cares? Like, dude, you're on my page, dude. Right. Right. Um, exactly. You know who cares? Um, so far you. Yeah. Right, right. Thank you so much. Um, So thank you for reaching out. Yeah. Um, So it's like, it's wild to me how like they come onto my page and they'll say things like, who cares? And I'm like, who are you? Like, I don't even know you. I block and delete. And you know what? Like, trust and believe I will forget your screen name because it's almost like, you know, you're screening it when you're scrolling. You're not really even processing anything. But the next time you come to me and you see user not found trust and believe you'll be thinking of me <laughs> <laughs> jennifer all right well jennifer so Hi. you just good watched morning. you you just or you just night i should yeah. say good night yes right, exactly <laughs> jennifer so we just watched a part three reunion yesterday um and everyone's going crazy right now describe the reunion in your own words um confusing okay <laughs> Anybody else? I know. Yeah. Um, I feel like there was no closure. The closure that came was kind of vague and ambiguous. And um, I don't even really know where we left off. I'm curious to see how we're going to pick up. There, see how that goes. There was closure with you and Margaret, which I was mean, a little listen, bit we shocking. Got to, listen, we got to a place like at that point, I was so exhausted, exhausted from the fighting of Teresa and Melissa. And I mean, I don't know if you guys noticed it, but I really didn't get any resolve with Margaret. I barely got to talk about a quarter of my issues with her. And, you know, she was really attacking. She had an agenda to attack Louie, obviously, and Teresa. So I don't even know what happened, but I feel like we got skipped over. And I think a lot of people's parts got skipped over. Not intentionally, like sometimes we would start on it and then Melissa and Teresa would get in it and Andy was trying to referee them. And he was, it it was just, it was a lot to handle. And that's the thing that sucks is that this whole Melissa and Teresa stuff, it takes away from your guys' storylines. Like, also the fact that, and this is a big deal, we don't see BravoCon mentioned one time and you went through it during BravoCon. Were you shocked that that wasn't mentioned? Again, again, we barely, I feel like we barely touched on the issues between me and Margaret. Like, Margaret and I have our issues because I don't really feel she's taken, like I've taken accountability in my part, but she needs to stop with this narrative that it was because I was a hypocrite. And at this point I'm beating a dead horse because she's never going to own up to it. Right. So what I would like to say, because at the end of the day, I do agree with her when you say, you know, you can't truly forgive someone if you don't forget. Right. So if I didn't forget about like, if I, reminded my husband all the time of his affair like that would not be a happy place for us to be in every single day but then if he keeps doing something to you 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 of course will remember it herein lies the difference he owned up to it right away right um he didn't play me for a fool right play me for a fool own your shit say you know what jen i was fucking salty about reunion i was like who the hell does this bitch think she is she wants people to think her life is so perfect i'm gonna show people her life is no perfect not perfect. That is the fact of the matter. hundred percent. Right. Yeah. Because people have been, you know, you, you, you called yourself a slut. I'm not shaming. Right. Babe, go get your groove on. 
100%. it's more I think it's she um, loves to fight with you because she, that helps her it. and like the minute I say something now you're offended I don't believe you I don't believe right. that I've offended you I believe that you are thought you were the queen of one-liners like Teresa didn't threaten you because you didn't think she was smart enough um, you know, Melissa also, she's just pretty to look at, you know, she's empty upstairs and you thought you were the <laughs> queen bee with your one liners and your wit. Right. And listen, give Margaret props. She sometimes comes up with them, but listen, that doesn't mean that somebody else can't come in and shine. This is an ensemble cast. Right. Okay. And she's got an ego bigger than my house. Yeah. <laughs> well, okay? I, I will say I've never, ever seen Margaret this triggered in any seasons like I did this season. And it all came because of you. But usually you don't trigger her in the way that I saw this season. What do you think was different about this season? I, I really just think that I've come to a place where I'm unbothered. So yes. I'm unfiltered when I say things in rebuttal to what she's saying. And I get it that it's low, but it, it got low for me to get low. Right. Like she's calling me a disheveled drug addict. You know, she's never really tried to befriend me. She said that I took our friendship back. Meanwhile, she was like uh, making fun of me about the endorsements. And she tried to stick a dig at me at, reunion again with the endorsements and listen let me tell you something about Andy and those endorsements just so you know before I even said that comment to him because that was the first thing that I thought of listen sometimes people when you get to a certain point in your life and I'm not saying I'm not welcoming endorsements but to sit here and pimp out product on my Instagram unless it's something that I like that I right. personally use um I'm not sitting here saying like well hey my makeup brushes are available at Walmart so right. make sure you go ahead and get them yeah and great more power to you so I checked Andy's page and I didn't see anything like that I saw like pictures of him with his kid and so so I made sure so I'm not saying that he didn't get endorsements like I hope he didn't get offended I was just saying I don't see his Instagram feed filled with him pimping out product. And I've never seen him post an endorsement ever. Okay, and if it is, so, it's more authentic. So so, it's just like how you do and, it. And he's also, and my point being in that was that he was selective in what he puts his name on because he's come to a point in his life where he can be. Right. So exactly. like you're sitting there saying like stick, sticking to dig with Danielle, like, oh, you've done a lot for yourself in your first year. It's, it's, I'm very impressed by you. Guess what, bitch? Impressing you don't impress me. Okay. Right. Exactly. I don't care what you say. And like, and and you, and then Andy was like trying to say something, and I don't know if they cut it out. But he was like, "Oh, like she can't compliment her." I'm like, "She can't compliment her while trying to take a dig at me." Yeah, like, that's unfair. Like, don't yeah. provoke me. This is why I don't start. But when I finish, everybody's mad. Oh, everybody's well, mad. What did you think about when Andy said, Andy said, like, she'll run out of gas soon to, to Bravo Lover? I will say I didn't hear that. If I I did hear that, (laughs) I would have said, Andy, that's not very nice. Yeah. It's not nice. Yeah. Um, And it's like, like it's disappointing. It's just disappointing only because like, I'm a huge Andy Cohen fan. I mean, literally when I was barefoot and pregnant in Michigan with baby Jacob in my arms I would watch the show and be like oh my god like one day we're gonna meet I'm gonna be a housewife and we're gonna be best friends and we're gonna text and and then like my first year came on and I don't want to be ignorant and say that I didn't see what the audience saw I saw it and you know what not everybody liked me my first season okay tv guide named me the worst housewife in the whole franchise ranking which is not true the headline, we'll keep but going. My first, but my first year, I mean, it was brutal. People thought I was obnoxious. I mean, which I can be. Um, they thought that like I was bragging. When they, at the end of the day, I had just moved into my house. Like I did not come from this, and I was very proud and excited. 
And yeah. I think it came off wrong on camera, but whatever the case may be, it still didn't deter me. Cause I'm like, you know what? You just got to meet me. Once you get to know me, like there's what's not to love. And Hey, at the end of the day, if you end up not liking me, no harm, no foul, we'll move on. I'm a huge fan of his. And, and, and I will say that even though he said that he's a Gemini, he has the same birthday as my husband. Oh, <laughs> Same. And I could tell just by their demeanor, like sometimes he's super, super warm and sometimes he's just not. You know, right. it just depends on his mood. And I've, I've, I've seen one Gemini. You've seen one Gemini. You've seen them all. Yep. And I will say that he does like me. Because the last time we were on Watch What Happens Live, when I was on Watch What Happens Live, I I said, can we do a little video so that everybody thinks you like me? And oh. he looked at me. And, and I didn't mean it, mean it shady. Like, I was trying right. to get him to do it. It came out like that. And he looked at me dead in the eye. And he goes, I do like you. And I was okay. like, I knew it. Yeah. <laughs> What's that to like? And you know, right. like, I think it, it was a long day and I am very long winded. And I think that's the best part about me. Okay. So right. I fucking love that. So you yeah. people don't like that. You can click now. Right. Like we yes. haven't even gotten through question number two. Right. <laughs> and that's all that matters is that you are confident. And I yeah. think that's what most women want to see. So yeah. I'm all here for it. I will say this was our most request requested um, question. Did you set up Danielle? We're going to get to it. Okay. No, I did not set up Danielle. I did not set up Danielle. But what I will say about that is, look, I am pride myself in being extremely honest. However, there is another side to that where I'm loyal. Okay. And me telling Danielle that I spoke to Melissa saying that, um, you know, this is we heard, from Margaret. Yeah. This is not to hurt you. I don't even believe this is true, but this is, this was, this was never to hurt Melissa, never to hurt Melissa. Melissa, sorry, you were collateral damage. It was done to me. And you know, we're all on the show together. So you know, we know the drill. It wasn't fun for me. Okay. It fucking sucked for me, but I took it like a fucking champ. Okay. And this is just a rumor. So relax. Right. Anyway, um, I was telling her this. And then when she told me this and she said, like, Joe came home and he said, you believe how disgusting my sister is. I was like, really? Like, that's the, like, I, I'm, right, I'm that's sorry, Melissa, if I heard my brother's wife was cheating on him, truth be told, I would go directly to my brother that's what I there. said. That's 100% her, I said. Let's put ourselves in the real situation. Let's put ourselves in the real situation. Um, I mean, I heard a rumor. Somebody told me a rumor about, and this is just a rumor. I don't believe it, that one of Melissa's husbands is gay. And he, like, goes both ways. And there was, like, evidence about this. Right. And now <laughs> Melissa finds this out. She's going to go to both of them together? No. No. Intervention? No, dude. Right. Be like, go check your boy's phone and go see that he's not an around the way chick. Right. Um, so again, are you talking about Melissa's sister's husband? Yes, I am. Okay. I don't know which one. You said, I know, but you said one of Melissa's husband. And I was like, wait, what? (laughs) Melissa's other husband. I mean, Melissa's husband. I don't know. He goes ways both ways. (laughs) I think he may be able to go both ways. Right. Um, but, um, well, well, so, so at the reunion, she says, no, I don't feel set up. But then she walks over to her dressing room, shuts the door and she knows she's mic'd, and she tells her husband, I was set up. I know, but I will say that, um, I think that was cut down from a much longer sentence and that's all I'll okay. say about that. Okay. Makes sense. 
Um, and because I don't, she doesn't, it wasn't set up. And there was, this is the thing. There was no way for me to tell Danielle that without letting her know that Louis already told Louis. I mean, sorry, Louis already told Joe. So Louis telling Joe was the information that was not mine to share. So oh, that's going okay. back to like, so yes, I'm really honest, but I'm also loyal. And I knew that information. And I knew that information was not my place to out. If it came out, I would own that I knew about it, but it was not my place to out the fact that Louis spoke with Joe before filming in an attempt for Joe to get ahead of him. Right. Now, all that extra stuff that Joe was saying, I'm not privy to that. Right. Um, I just know that Teresa wanted nothing to do with it and Louis wanted to talk to Joe. And then when I told Melissa, and again, I don't even know if I knew about the meeting with Joe. Cause I'm just telling Melissa, like, listen, this is your friend. I'm just telling you her friend sang like a bird, told me all this stuff about X, Y, and Z. And not just about Melissa told me stuff about Dolores, but told me stuff that she was like, what Margaret was plotting to do against my husband. I mean, it was bananas. You would think who would make something like that up, but whatever, that's beside the point. The point was I was trying to make to Melissa is just like watch out and she was like you don't think i know this already i know this already so if i told that to danielle then danielle would know that louis took talk to joe and again then i don't want to get in trouble for outing anything that's not my place and that's kind of why and at that point i didn't even know if that was ever going to even make it to camera right like think about it like yeah. and if it didn't and then i was the one who put it out there like i don't want people to get mad at me Right. Well, when you told Melissa, and this was off camera, did she say anything about Margaret? Did she say, yeah, Margaret did say that? Like, did she's she, like, was no, she upset? She was more like, this woman is dying to get on the show. She'll come up with every single lie. But she wasn't lying, lying about the ball player. I said, yeah. And I, even with the ball player, I know they were saying I was like beating that one down. But, and I, again, I appreciate that people joke around like that. But Laura would say, like, she tells her when they hang out, like, what are you doing with someone like him? He's such a male chauvinist. You could do so much better. Not that's just the ball player, but you could do so much better. Why are you doing with him? You could be someone like a ball player. And yes, yeah, she does say that joking around. But what Laura was telling me, what I was just repeating was that that's the way that it was implied, that right. it wasn't just a joke. Right. So, and you could have 100% see Margaret always saying that. That's just her personality. Listen, Margaret, you think Margaret thinks about the greater good? I saw her on a podcast, and she's like, you should do what makes you happy. You shouldn't stay in a relationship if you're not happy. If you're not Happiness is fucking relative. Are you getting beat? Is he cheating on you every day? Yeah. Cursing you out? <laughs> okay. Right. He's a best friend and a supporter and he's there. And like, you listen, the grass is not always fucking greener. And if you got a family, no, you don't think of yourself first. I'm sorry. I, I think that for me, the minute I had kids is the minute that I gave up be, making myself a priority. Right. Well, I mean, I even Bill said it. You all know. them first. And most mothers do. I feel most mothers feel like right. I do. Yeah. They feed all of their children first and then they're the last to eat. Yeah. Well, you and know? then, and Bill said on episode three, he's like, there's no alternative. Like I have to ease myself because there's no alternative. And, you know, Chantal and I were saying, we were like, we, love we that. respect that. Mm -hmm. We respect that. 
you know, marriages work. We're going to work on it because there's no other we alternative. We do not want to fail on our marriage, okay? Yeah. And I saw Margaret on a podcast saying, like, encouraging people to just, like, if they're not happy to just leave, like, don't stay in a happy marriage for kids. And I'm like, oh, my God. Or she said, no, I'm sorry. She said while filming, she's like, if I was friends with her, I think it was at the luau. If I was friends with her when she was going through this, I would have been, like, take him for everything he's got and leave that fucking house. Thank God I didn't have a friend like that. Thank Seriously, God. right? Because I had Olivia after. Right. And I cannot even dream about my life. And like me and Bill have been, I mean, so close from as long as I, probably since from the beginning. I remember when in the beginning we were all over each other. Everywhere we would go, we would call each other soulmates. My mother-in-law would call me and she would be like, you went to a church party today and you and him were holding hands and, you know, you shouldn't let people see like how much <laughs> you love each other. You're going to get the evil eye. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That's our parents. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. Literally. People don't want to see that. Like, just like keep it to yourselves. And like, there's, there's, listen, marriage is waves, you know, up, down, ride it high, low. Um, we're riding this one out. And right now we're on a fucking yacht. We are staying pretty. Yeah. He's so happy with me. I'm so <laughs> yeah. happy. We're so happy with where we are in our lives. I mean, I, I, I joke around. I'm like, God, I wish we were where we were at, but maybe like 10 years earlier. Right. Know, like 10 years earlier. But, you know, um, everything happens like for a reason. 100%. 100%. And I'm very grateful that I got to have my children first and then my dream career. Yeah. Most people have to, like, sacrifice in the beginning. And then by the time they want a big family, like, it's either too late or it doesn't happen yeah. or you haven't met the right one. And, you know, it's slim pickings out there, girls. Right. <laughs> it is. <laughs> right. It out, sure is. Home. I'm like, oh, no, no, no. This right. is much nicer. Yes. Me. Yes. No, I'm good. Thank you so exactly. much. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. No. And like people want to say, like, I'm miserable in my marriage. Like, dude, I'm living the dream. I don't. Yeah. Even, I don't even. Like, you got to be so grateful. Like, being happy is all relative. It's what you make of it. I don't yeah. even feel that. Even when I be watching, you guys are going through struggles. You don't even feel that from you guys. Like, you guys don't feel like, oh, why are they even together? You feel that you guys want to be together, even yeah. though you guys are going through stuff. So. I think everyone can pick up on that. He shows up for this show, dude. Uh huh. You think this is his cup of tea? He's right. a scientist. Yeah. <laughs> he yeah. like he loves math and history. Yeah, and he does. Yeah, he shows up, and he already has like this demanding job, and he still shows up to support you. And you can just look at you guys, and just like she said, you know, you can feel the love. You can feel like this is two people who want to be together, and I think that's great to see. It's it's something we don't see enough. So and, I, I love that we and see that. I know people are going to think that this should be a given, but unfortunately it's not. Right. I get to be who I am around him without having to walk on eggshells, yeah. without having to hide anything. You know, we never come home from somewhere and he's like, you know, you looked ridiculous. You're right. making a fool I love of that. I love mm-hmm. that so okay? much. Yes. You know, when I freaking got, when I fucking got sloppy drunk, at that summer party, like yeah. he took care of me. Like he washed the throw up out of my hair. I had the shakes. I was <laughs> in the bed. Um, he was making me take Tylenol. He was making me drink water. Yeah. And I was like, I'm so sorry, baby. And he was like, oh, stop it. You never do this. Just, yeah. just relax. You're going to be okay. You're gonna... I'm like, I want this to stop. I hate drinking. <laughs> I hate drinking. This is why I smoke weed. Yeah. It makes me sick. Right. I hate this shit. Yeah. You know, so, um, Everyone's got their cup of tea and I just can't handle my alcohol. But sometimes right. it's like an easier vice and I like to be a team player and 
it's makes fun TV. Well, you don't yeah. drink often as well. No, so I of don't. course you're the type like, cause you don't drink often that when you do drink a little bit, you get buzzed pretty quickly. Yeah. I know. And, and so you, like, yeah, I'm this big mm. algae and I'm just like, sorry to burst your bubble. I went to the restaurant like hibachi and everybody was ordering their drinks and the waitress looked at me and she's like, I know tequila, right? Oh I'm my God. I looked at her, I'm like, um, I'll take a water for now. Flat right. With ice. Right. I love that. <laughs> Well, so I so you so know. yes, I mean, BravoCon did not get touched oh, yeah. on. Mm-hmm. And listen, the thing with BravoCon is you got to understand. Um, and I want to talk about the panels being split because the problem with Melissa and Joe is that they never want to take accountability. Like Margaret wants to talk about, oh, I'm all about hypocrisy, which is a fucking moot point because everybody on our show has been a hypocrite at one point in time or another, even when they don't even realize it. Right. But with BravoCon, when the panels were split, at the time, I was not privy to the fact that Teresa was the reason. I just found that out recently with the, um, I guess, Andy Cohen Daddy Diaries. Are you aware of that? Yes. Yeah, we we read that. Mm -hmm. So I read that and uh, I called her up and I said, is this true? And she's like, yeah, yeah. And then I'm like, you didn't tell me. And um, she was like, you know, well, it was going to be like a reunion. And, uh, you know, truth be told, I, I don't know. I never asked. I never right. asked. I figured she would have told me, but maybe it's better that I didn't know because at the time when BravoCon was happening and I don't remember why they told us that the panels were being split in the first place, truth be told. But I do remember that they were saying, try to keep it positive. Try not to say anything negative about your castmates. Like, Oh we God! Keep it pleasant. We want to keep it. Your cast fails at that, literally. <laughs> so remember, their panel went on before ours. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to p- paint you a picture here. By the time they had their panel and our panel was starting, word was already getting back to us on they were bashing you. Um, the complete context wasn't told because obviously the time, but people were like, oh, they were talking shit about you. They were talking shit about Teresa and they were saying they're not cowards. And they were saying like, you know, you're supposed to help them, you rise. And, yeah. you know, do all that. <laughs> you know, so we're like processing it right before we get on stage. And we get on stage and, and they say, you know, they implied that you guys split the panel. And at that point, I was irritated. I didn't know what they said exactly on their panel, except that they were talking shit. Not sure if it was about me, not sure about, obviously I knew it was about Teresa, but I didn't know how much was about me or whatever, or if there was anything about me. So I was like annoyed. So you know what? No, Teresa doesn't have the power. And I said, they're hanging on for dear life. They'll say <laughs> anything to keep them on this show. Like, right. And that was my opinion at the time. Okay. And at the end of the day, they shouldn't have started. They shouldn't have, they should have kept it cordial. We would have heard it was cordial and we would have been cordial. It would have been boring, but at least it would have been cordial. And I guarantee you, I probably could have got some laughs. But aside from all that, that's why I think they were highly irritated with me because by the end of the day, I kept seeing on Instagram little shots of me saying they're holding on for dear life or whatever. So I'm sure they weren't happy with that. Mind you, that was the night we went to uh, the BravoCon party where the Tom Toms were performing. Yeah, oh yeah. My God, a fucking headache and a headache. <laughs> and uh, I was there with my assistant because Bill was really tired. This was Saturday night, day two. Teresa and Louie were out to dinner with Melissa Feaster. They were gonna meet me there afterwards. So me and my assistant are there, and I'm talking to the girl, and I'm like, "Who's on Watch What Happens Live tonight?" 
from my cast. And she's like, Melissa, Joe, Dolores, and Frank. Now, mind you, the place is kind of empty. The music is giving me a headache. Bill's not with me. And I'm just there with Erica, my assistant. And I'm right. like thinking, you know what? This place is whack. I'm just going to leave. I don't want any problems. So I just tell my assistant, let's grab a cup of water with ice for the road and let's go. So we get to our hotel. I'm thinking that them all motherfuckers are back at that party. And when I walk in and I make eye contact with Joe Gorga, I'm like, oh, my God, fuck. Right. right. I ignore him. I ignore him. And then two seconds later, I make eye contact with Melissa. I look. I turn away. I think somewhere I heard she was saying I gave her a dirty look. Um, no, I was just shocked to see you. And obviously, I'm not going to smile. So I go to the elevator and I press the button and she goes, loser. Oh, my God. And I'm, like, yeah. I'm like, I'm pressing the button. And again, I'm not excited. Erica's with me. And I'm like, turn my head over her. I'm like, you're the fucking loser. And she goes, <laughs> I want to be. Oh, oh my god. god. And I was like, I looked just looked at her and I was like, wanna be what? Wanna be you? No. And you know what? Don't start none. Won't be none. Right. Okay? Then Tom, her little fucking minion Tom, comes in and he's like, You're low class and white trash. Oh my gosh. And I was like, this you you can get the fuck out of my face. Okay, and then my, meanwhile, Joe Gorga in the back, suck a dick, bitch. <gasps> P.S. Wow. Erica starts recording upside down. They must have said, shut the fuck up. I said, you shut the fuck up. Back and forth. And now I'm like just trying to press the button to get out of there because I'm like shaking. Now, they said on different podcasts that I said I felt bullied. I didn't say I felt bullied. I felt that I was in a highly irritated, agitated environment and my body started to shake i can't control that okay it's actually called something it's called fight or flight mm -hmm. right. my body reacts when it thinks it's going to be in a dangerous situation i'm in a lobby i don't it's just me and erica it, he's yelling at me there looks like an entourage of guys tom minion is yelling at me there's some security people around i don't know what's going on and i throw my drink which was fucking water by the way right yeah ice and, and they spin this narrative that I was wasted and that I started with them. Like, she started with me. They never want to take accountability for starting Anything. the shit. Like, even with even with Melissa's nose jobs. Huh? Perfect example. <laughs> and this is not to be shady. But for years, people were going after her for her nose job. And she denied, denied, denied. Right? Right. Finally, when she admitted it, do you see anybody asking her about her nose jobs anymore? No, nobody cares. You admitted it. It was right. you trying to play the public for a fool that people had issue with. Even with and your yeah. house now, like just, you know, just, just own something. It. Like you mm -hmm. came on the show. She said at BravoCon, Teresa 100% knew I was joining the show. Yeah, she knew that you were joining the show because somebody called her and told her that you were cast. Right. Not that you were trying. And then Joe Gorga wants to give his, like, you know, speech for optics at BravoCon saying, like, I'm going to give the job to my friend Joe Benigno because that's what you do with right. family. <laughs> right. Okay, this is the thing. Yes, you do that with people. Like, if that plumber fucked you over, you're not calling him for a job. Yeah, right. Like, right. the beginning of one of the questions at BravoCon to Melissa is, like, is if you knew that there was conflict when you started – why would you start? So, and, and the thing is that BravoCon, first, 
Melissa's response is, that's 100% not true. And then afterwards, her second part of the answer, which actually was the truth, she was like, you know, I'm not going to let anybody own my decisions. I took an opportunity that everybody here would have taken. And that's the real answer. And nobody would penalize you for that. Right. Fucking own your shit. You guys keep hiding behind it. And that's why Teresa can't get past it. Right. Absolutely. What do you think Melissa's beef is with you, though? I think that, honestly, I don't even think it was me outing her alleged affair. I don't even think she cares about that because at the end of the day, she knew that we all knew. And I'm sure she knew it was just a matter of time before it was brought out on camera. Listen, we're not really supposed to like be hiding things when we're filming as housewives, right. like especially things that go off on camera that could be relevant to the new season. Um, we're not supposed to. Okay. I get it. I, I, like I said, I took it. They got to take it. They all know what they signed up for. So I don't even think her gripe is so much with that. I think her gripe is more with at BravoCon where I, when I said they're holding on for dear life. I mean, you saw what it, it, that. Cause it's true. And she, yeah, which triggered. they are. Oh, they're so, so, so angry. And like, listen, I, I'm best friends with Teresa. She's one of my closest friends. I yeah. love her. And I don't know if they like it that she has a strong ally. It's always like, stay out of it. Don't get involved. Um, and then like, uh, I don't know about what you look, thought it looked like, but it felt like Margaret and Melissa were tag teaming Teresa all exactly. night. Exactly. Oh, uh, yeah. And then you were quiet. Though. Well, Teresa, listen, Teresa told me a, a couple times, like, just answer the questions. Like, cause, cause when we were watching back Ireland and she shut me down, about me saying that Melissa was invited because of obligation. Um, you know, doing that to me publicly was like, listen, I'm just trying to defend you, girl. Right. So if you're going to shoot me down publicly, you're going to keep me from wanting to want to do that for you. Right. Um, so because she felt bad and she was like, oh, I'm, you know, she's so cool. She was like, I totally get it. She's like, you know what, Jen, from now on, just like answer the question. Don't right. get involved if it has nothing to do with you. Right. And I tried, I tried to do that. And then there was, uh, there was one time that I tried to chime in at reunion where I was trying to help out where I was like, Andy, you can clear this whole up thing up for us. Like, did she try to contact you to get on the show or did she not? Because I was told a narrative. Uh, this girl had DM'd me a couple years ago. She's on Instagram. Um, she was friends with Melissa when Melissa was, um, I guess, trying to be on the show. And the girl kept DMing me like, I have something to tell you that you're going to want to know. You're going to want to know. I have proof, proof, proof. Finally, I was like, okay, let me listen to what she has to say. And she was like, okay, I'm going to tell you something. Ready? And I'm like, okay, yes, ready, ready. What? What? what She's like, Melissa was sending emails and photos of herself to try to get on the show without Teresa knowing. Which is something we've known. And I said, what? I'm like, that's it? We've known that. Right. Everybody knows that. It's right. Old, that's old news. And she was right. like, no, but I have proof. I was the one that would take pictures of her. Me and my boyfriend would hang out with her and Joe. And Joe would be like, we got to get on that show. And I would tell him, like, don't you think your sister's going to be mad? And he was like, you know, not really concentrating on that, saying how good it would be for their business. And, like, they didn't care. They had an agenda. So a right. uh, girl that was DMing me, girl that name who starts with an R, if you're listening, maybe now's the time. Maybe now's the time to shine, <laughs> Send us babe. the pictures. Well, um, if she actually has the proof. I mean, yes, we, we send the proof, this. Bro. So that's the thing. Teresa cannot get over the sabotage. And now I got to tell you something else. Okay. Popular, before I joined the show, as a viewer, I was a Melissa fan. <gasps> 
Jennifer. Um, I believe the hype. Be sure to check out allabouttrh.com for everything Royal Housewives and Bravo TV. And please make sure to subscribe and follow us on Instagram at allabouttrhpodcast. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.